For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. Good morning. It's October 12th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning, we are making our way through Martin Luther's 95 Theses and looking at the ideas that jump-started the Protestant Reformation. Again, just a reminder, uh, we have a great short read down in the show notes if you want, you know, just a simple reading and commentary of the Reformation, Martin Luther, and the 95 Theses, which I believe is something all Christians should learn about. All right, baby, if you want to take the first point. All right, on to point 13, it reads, The dying are freed by death from all penalties are already dead as far as the canon laws are concerned and have a right to be released from them. So this seems like really such a foreign thought to most modern Christians, but this is where the Catholic doctrine of purgatory takes you. You know, Christianity teaches in Hebrews 9.27 that each man and woman is appointed once to die and then face judgment. Purgatory teaches an alternate doctrine you know, we would say a heretical doctrine of purgatory, and they still teach this as far as we know in Catholicism today. Yeah, they have this hope of maybe someone will pay my way out. Yeah, there's nothing Jesus speaks about of dying once and then there's a chance. No, purgatory does not exist. Right. Point 14 reads, imperfect piety or love on the part of the dying person necessarily brings with it great fear, and the smaller the love, the greater the fear. So Luther here is speaking to the abuse of indulgences, which claimed that they could go as far as to provide total remission of all sins for the souls in purgatory. You know, Luther's pointing out the barbaric nature of preying on dying people's fears to pry money out of their dying hands. You know, barbaric, maybe even would be better to call it satanic, um, because that's really all you can think of when you hear that. And again, this is from those who would claim to be Christ's representatives. Point 16 reads, hell, purgatory, and heaven seem to differ the same as despair, fear, and assurance of salvation. So Martin's point here is to highlight the distinction that purgatory, and you could say, you know, like hell, is despair, while heaven is security. And again, making the point that scaring people on their deathbed, that the only way to avoid this scary purgatory in hell, or at the very least lessen your stay in purgatory, was to hand over your money to the priest. It's like Martin said, it's wicked. Yeah, it just makes me wonder if... Anyone on their deathbed would obtain money in a sinful manner out of desperation and thinking that even the sin they committed to obtain the money to buy the indulgence would be paid for with it. Like what kind of sins um, 
people did to get money to buy indulgences uh, for our, are the priests also guilty of? And woe to those who cause or tempt others to sin, is what scriptures say. You can see how money was an idol in a new way here. Yeah, I mean, it would make perfectly sense or perfect sense to go and rob, steal, and kill to get money for an indulgence of remission of all your sins wouldn't make any difference. So yeah, mm. definitely insane to think about. Um, so our Psalm of the day comes from Psalm chapter 14, verse four and five. Have they no knowledge? All the evildoers who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord. There they are in great terror for God is with the generation of the righteous. A proverb uh, comes from Proverbs chapter 12, verse 2. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of evil devices he condemns. And I'm praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. That the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.